0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What up, what up, what up, though? Ball Hawk Show. what up, what up, what up, though? Ball Hawk Show. If you you know, you know. If you know, you know ball shorts coaching from the side of the ball court if you know you know ball haul cut this off cut this off we're not doing it today sorry push the t cut it off cut 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 cut. Cut it off turn my mic up too. cut it off all right cut it off cut it off like it was some lights cut it off like it was a waterfall so cut it off like the rain delay they should have cut the game off we went to the rain delay. light. This is Patty Hawk. Ball Hawk is over there wiping tears away because he's soft. Patty Hawk is here to give you the breakdown. Yo, Patty Hawk, how you going to cut the mic on, man, without me without me looking? What are you talking about? Cut it off? Did you? Hold on, man. You started the podcast? Yes, I'm ready. You're waiting too long. NFL Sunday is today. I'm trying to watch some games, some professionals. OK, not the N.I.L. Illinois. I'm trying to watch the professionals, professional football, not NILA football. So did you get the intro? Did you say salute to the sponsors? Did you do any of that? No, that's your job and you won't ready. I was ready. I hit this big red button on this mixer that says REC and I started talking. Cause that's what I'm ready to do. I'm ready to talk. The X app is my home salute to all my fans. That's keeping it real out here in these X app streets and being real disrespectful. Hold on, man. We can't start this podcast off like that. Petty Hawk. Why? They know when they hit a Petty Hawk tone, that is real. You real political. So now I'm political. Now I'm running for office. You just too nice. Who are you? See, I was the guy that helped us play football for a long, long time. I don't know this 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 emotional aware. Let's let's think about it. Let's let's put things into context. I don't know who you are. You know, I'm old school baby. You know, I tell it like it is. I'm like Mike Dicker. I'm like all of them coaches. I'm throwing chairs, you know. I'm like Coach Smith. I'm in your face. Yeah, we saw Coach Smith at the game, too. The GOAT. Let me continue my monologue as we start off this podcast. Again, this is Petty Hawk. So I can't do the intro? I'm doing the intro today. This is the Ball Hawk Show, a.k.a. the Petty Hawk Edition. Okay. There's not going to be two different episodes. This is a two-in-one and we're getting right to it. Salute to the salute to Billy and Charlene and them at uh Able Insurance. They've been servicing the state of Virginia for 20 years. Go to ableinsurance.net. You know the slogan. You to listen to all our podcasts. If you if you haven't, go listen to an old one if you want to hear what Ball Hawk say about the sponsors. Cause this Paddy Hawk. I ain't got time for it. I get right to it. Okay, we getting right to the fun stuff. This is like when you know like you're watching these reality TV shows and the reunion come on and they have all this build up to finally get to what you wanted to see two days, two weeks later because they had part one, part two. We're not doing that. we're getting right to it after the we're going right after the delay. Hold on, man, you can't do that. I can and I will, and I must. if you're a Jamu fans. Or a JMU fan, not JMU fans. If you are a JMU fan, Patty Hawk got one thing to say to you. Them little string y'all, y'all y'all be littering. We need to send y'all a fine. How the hell y'all bringing trash in, in stadiums? Y'all do that to your own stadium too? Y'all just litter? Pick up after yourself. I'm not that gracious of a host. Ball Hawk will probably just let you throw streamers and say, well, we got to stop them from scoring. Ain't that right, Ball Hawk? No, nah, I really don't like the streamers either, man. I don't see how they do it in their own stadium. That's a lot of trash you gotta pick up. Yeah, man. That's so 1950 throwing streamers. Oh, it's a party. We scored the touchdown. We're gonna throw trash in the stadium. We I would have wet one of them things and threw it at one of y'all. The don't ho ho, ho ho, that's too violent, Patty Hawk. I'm violent. I'm a violent version of you. Let's get right to it. Ball hawk. Uh, Can you break down post-delay play for the fans? Because that's all they want to hear. We ain't doing no stats. I saw a gentleman on on the Sabre, gave you a great idea. Say, hey, man, just send them to virginiasports.com or send them to ESPN for the stats. They can get that themselves. What we can't get is analysis. That's a great man. Did you write down his username, Ballhawk? Ah, I forgot to write his username down. You write... Well, he know who we he know who we talking about. Like, he gonna respond to me like you was talking about me. So when you respond on the saber dot com, take your credit for us getting right down to the shiz na'i because we can't curse. That's the, another word for saying the S word. You go shiz na'i. Ain't that right, Ball Hawk? You actually doing a good job starting out the show. I, I'm pretty sure they're enjoying this. Yeah. Do you so do you want me to put any background music? No, no. What you need to do is give me, give me my theme song. Before we start, that I told you to queue up. Do you have it queued up? Yeah, I got it queued up. Give me my theme song because we getting right into post. What's the word I'm looking for? The second halftime. Yes, the second halftime. We we gonna go right into the second halftime play, and we going we're gonna talk about the offense because I know they don't like Dad's kitchen, and we in the kitchen, and I'm gonna be cooking. I don't know if I'm cooking. Him, I'm cooking something. So play my music, ball hawk. I got you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This what you wanted? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Listen. It's not a game. Get it twisted. This It's not a game. It's Mother. It's not. Hold on. Hold Whoa. Do you sure you want this? Man, if you don't let my song play, because he talking. Like I'm gonna be talking. You hear what he's saying? This podcast is not a game. This is not a game to us, ball Ballhawk. We trying to be the best. Play my dang on intro music. game. What you heard? It's what you hearing. It's what you hearing. Listen. It's what you hearing. Listen. It's what you hearing. Listen. You hearing. Listen. X not give it to you. Wait for you. To- D- this how you feel? You about to give it to him? What you give it to him? Hey, yo. I'm, I don't do that, Ayo. Hey, okay? I'm not Cameron. I'm not Mace. This ain't an Is What It Is podcast. This is the Ball Hawk Show podcast. Okay? You hear what DMX said? Play my song. Stop hitting pause. It on your own, ex go deliver to you. Knock, knock, open up the door, it's real. With the non stop pop out, stainless steel. Go hard, getting busy with it. But I got such a good heart that I make the mother. Uh, One day, if you did, it uh, damn right, can I do it again? Cause yeah, I am right, so uh, i got win. Break bread with the enemy. No matter how many cats I break bread with. You heard him, Ball Hawk? He break bread with the enemies you my enemy right now, and I'm still up here tag teaming, breaking bread with you. I love you, but I'm about to give it to you today. Hey, yo, po- whoa, what you- Oh my God, you are. Break, enemy. You, you motherfucker, right. I never wanted nothing what uh, your life like? saved. That's on a light day. I'm getting down, down. Like it- it uh. so won't be the one ending up on his knees, please, That's but the only own. thing you can't steal was came out the play, stay out my way, mother, first we gonna rock, then we gonna roll, roll. then we let it pop, roll, no. let it go, Patty gon' give it to ya, he gon' give it to ya, Patty gon' give it to ya, he gon' give it to ya, yeah, here we go, here we go, we getting right to it, UVA fans, we getting right to the nitty gritte. we got the film pulled up, hold on, hold on, here we go. We got the film pulled up. We got the script pulled up. Yeah, we getting right to what y'all want to get to. The, after the second half time, what did the who's do and didn't do on offense for you? The offense for you. We just talking about all offense right now. We're going to get to the deal. I'm going to let Pettit Hawk. I'm going to let Ball Hawk. Cause oh, This is Pettit Hawk. I'm going to let Ball Hawk talk to y'all about. Matter of fact, Ball Hawk, on, he probably jump in right now. Oh, man. What the plays that we had the plays queued up? Patty Hawk, what did you do? Man, my bad. Oh, do we got the play? I, I remember the play number, though. I remember where it started. But all the plays we had, fle- had save, ain't save no more. That's all right. They had to listen. All right, so check this out. We're going right to it, man. I know everybody want to talk about um, the first possession post-second halftime. <laughs> All right, so this is right now, this is 30, it's 35 30 UVA with 833 left. Jam, you just went down and scored. So we're going to go, instead of me doing the first 10 plays, I'm going to go through all the plays post second halftime. So we come out, we got, uh, oh, we got double tights to the left. Twins. So we're basing 12 personnel. One back, two tight ends. But we got both tight ends on the same side of the field. We got twins to the field. Back offset to the right. When I own 25, short motion by Grant, giving us just an ace formation with twins. We got a false start by a right tackle, which was, our, you know, well, I'm to just say his name. Tommy, I mean not Tommy, I said Tommy, J. Chris. So we got a false start, so now it's first and 15. We was about to do a sprint out to the right. So we got 12 personnel, one tight end to the left, one tight end to the right, one back, and then we got twins, two wide receivers to the right. So we basically got four receiving threats to the right of Calandria, one receiving threat to the left, since Mike is offset to the right of him. And we was about to do sprint out action. But we get a false start. So now it is first and 15. This is the quote second play of the drive. Of our first drive after the delay. Let me fast forward. Because I want to get to because people just think we was playing not to lose. And I'm answering that. Because people was like, you know, go through those plays. So this next formation we are in 12 personnel again. One back, two tight ends. Uh, we got a tight ace formation. So both receivers are on the line of scrimmage. Both tight ends are off the line of scrimmage. Let's run the play. Uh, let's see what Jamu does. Looks like they're bringing one, two, three, four, five, six. So they bring pressure. Mike picks up. The free rusher to the right, he comes across the face to the quarterback, picks up the free rusher, the offensive line, does their job. Um, we actually send out both tight ends. So we basically run – tight ends run two hammer routes, which is two hitch routes, and the back, the receivers run speed outs. So it was a quick game, short pass to Malachi, and that pass went for six yards. The next play, a skip, 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 skip. Here we go. All right. So, basically, now we come back out. Instead of motioning to the formation we were in the first first play with the uh, false start, we just come out in that same formation. We had the very first play where it was basically four passing threats to the right of Calandria. That sprint out, we went right back to it after we had a successful play on that first and 15. We go to the sprint out. Bracey, sale concept. Sale concept is usually a hitch with a a bend route. A corner route, some people call it a sale route. It's like a nasty looking, a lazy corner route where you just roll into it to give the quarterback the option to lead you up the field or to bring you back down. So we call it a sale route. Um, the backside tight end is running just a mess route. He's just coming across the field to be that, that third option. Um, Mike, the tight H to the field, Grant, is helping Chris um, our right tackle with the end. He mashes him down. Mike's leading out, and he helps with the triggering linebacker because the linebacker's identifying that Mike is just pass prone. Calandra throws it a little behind Washington, but he throws it high. Washington does a good job of turning, getting the shoulder square, and uh, catching the ball with his body um, for a 20-yard gain. So that's a first down play. I like that. That moved the pocket. Or Calandra, who's a, a shorter quarterback. So it gives him better vision and it takes away the aggressiveness of Jamu, who was trying to blitz from Calandra's backside. And well, no, they didn't. He didn't blitz. So they basically had more guys than we did to cover. But since we sprinted out to one side of the field, it made it two on two because they had a low hanging safety. So with the safety low hanging being more of a, a robber. It was basically two on two to that side of the field because the backside safety went to the middle the field too late and he couldn't get over the top to the cell route. So that was a good call by Kitchens. Good execution. Not the best throw, but a good enough throw to allow our receiver to make a play. So the third play is now first and ten. Um I think this is an inside zone to, to Mike. So we still in 12 personnel, got two tight ends. That's another adjustment. So we were this is like a run pass. Type of So this formation right here is showing me that Kitchens is trying to show that we can throw out of this formation and pass versus if we go four wise, it's pre- predictable that you're probably just going to throw and we probably could bring some pressure versus we can now have seven guys on the line of scrimmage with just two receiving threats and those two extra guys that we have on the line of scrimmage can also um, release. So again, this is the first series after Jam you scored. This was started at the eight minute mark. So from my understanding, this is probably Ketchin's way of playing complimentary football to our defense who just gave up a long scoring drive. Trying to be successful while also eating up clout. Inside, gets gets destroyed. Let's see what happened on the front. Let's see, let's see. At the snap of the ball, we block down. Let's try to see what our right guard is doing. He blocks down to the nose that's over top of our center. Um, looks like their defensive, is that a defensive end or defense? No, that's a defensive tackle over our right guard. Does a good job of sidestepping our right tackle. Swats him by and gets up the field and makes the play. And kudos to their linebacker number 11, too. He he pre- he see ball, hit ball. He didn't wait. That's one thing I would say about their linebackers. They might have been small, but they always came forward and attacked. They see ball, hit ball. Because it was a crease there, and if he doesn't step up, would Mike beat the – I don't know if Mike would have beat that backside end with the end that – that did a good job of swatting out right tackle. I, I need more out of that block on that defense end. I really need more violent. It's almost like you're just trying to set a screen in basketball and he just pushed you by. And then their linebacker did a good job of squeezing. So they ate that up. That was no gain. So that's a run to the middle that I, I guess a lot of folks were alluding to while we just running to the middle. But that was first down. Um, second and ten. We come out and we are still in twelve personnel. Now we in the same. So the formation we saw with the sprint out to the right, we got that formation to the left. And the tip off that is the same formation is that Grant is to the left side, and not um crap. I forgot um the tightest name. It, pardon me, but Grant is like the indicator that that's the passing side in the sense because. I'm, I'm saying I know that because I've watched this play and he's sprinting out to the left now because Grant is essentially being the blocking tight end. 89. Oh, what's eighty nine name? My bad, man, if, if I if I for, forgot your name. But um, it's a six, let me see, a six-yard, a nine-yard pass to Malachi this time. We still, did we run several concept again? Let's see, let's see. Yep, we ran several concept again. This time, they had us covered because the corner played in between. They wasn't playing man-to-man this time. They played zone. Last time, they were man-to-man. This time, they played basically cover three. So we got the nine-yard pass to Malachi. The next play, third and one. I'm pretty sure we'll be in 12 personnel again. I apologize and I add no background music, but sometimes the background music be messing me up. Yep, we still in 12 personnel, but we got a bunch set. So we have at the top of the – so to the field, if my man John Freeman said to the field, we got both tight ends and a receiver. So it's essentially like a, um, a triangle. Grant is on. 89 other tight end is off got Washington to the right. So it was like a, a – a, a basically the bunch set we saw versus Tennessee. And then we got Malachi to a reduced split to the boundary. And they do a good job of just attacking. Let's see it from the end zone view. It's third and one. A predictable run, run down. Like my man um, Papa Hu would say, predictable play in a sense. And sometimes you're going to get in predictable plays and they just got to stop you. Damn, their linebackers do a good job of just attacking, man. Sometimes you just tip your hat. They're back is C-ball, hit ball. Them jokers are just pressing the line of scrimmage. They really were when they identified that it was run. Fourth down. We bring Twitty in. He's like an additional tight end in a sense. Low snap. Very low snap. That was like one of the first low snaps. I want to give Ty his, fly, his flowers in a sense because after that first low snap fumble in the first quarter, he didn't have any more low snaps until this play right here. This fourth and one, which was the worst time to have a low snap. But kudos to those linemen for getting the push. We're basically in a power formation because we got two tight ends to the right. We got Twitty coming down. He's like another H-back to the left, and he lines up between the um the uh the guard and the tackle we got Mike all set to the right to Calandria and I know a lot of folks want us to go on the center a prime example of sometimes you just stick with what you do it's simple for you know a lot of us to say just go up on the center and do this go up on the center but if you're not used to taking handoffs it can be disaster and a prime example if you watch the Texas versus, Alabama, um, I say Alabama, Texas versus Alabama game, uh, the Texas quarterback, it was fourth and short. He tried to run up on the center, and his he wasn't used to being up on the center, and the ball just popped straight through his hands. Luckily, the running back behind him picked it up and still got the first down. But this is why a lot of teams just don't go up on the center when they know they've been exclusively shotgun. Because if you look at Ty, when he snaps the ball, he's holding the nose of the ball, he's snapping it it's a different hand it's a it's different fundamentals it's like it's like a shooting release like you've been shooting a certain way and now somebody's like okay shoot it like this or you've been holding something a certain way they're like all right hold it like this you got to basically go with your muscle memory and i know I'm the same way too man just line up under the center but as i started to you know talk to different offensive minds they're like as much as folks love the old school way of just saying short yarders get up under center you still got to execute so, but we we get the first down right here, bad, 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 bad snap, terrible trash can juice snap and and that linebacker number zero did a great job of avoiding and Mike got skinny. Mike got this first down essentially he by itself because this linebacker did a great job of avoiding the wash, beating Bowley. He got skinny. He beat Bowley and had a clear path on Mike because Mike just got the ball because of, of the low snap. But if the snap was on time, Mike would have really got a lot of yards. If the snap was on time, he would have really got it with ease. But he got skinny, gave him the dead leg, dove for it, and pushed and got the first down. So the next play and see how much time left. So we got 5.15 left on the clock. We're on the Plus 44, we still in our 12 personnel. It looked like we're going to do a sprint out again because that's the same formation, but we don't. We try to give it to Mike. All right, so we give that same look as we did when we, we ran the sprint out and we ran opposite and they sniffed it out. Kudos to the backers for triggering. Them jokers came down here. Mike got, how many yards did Mike get right there? He got three yards right there. So now we got second and seven. Second and manageable. Because you got positive yards on first down. So it's 445 left. On the forty-one second and seven. Look at this. We're still in the same formation. Well, we shown, we can sprint out and we can run. And our center has a false start. He false starts and don't even snap the ball. <laughs> I don't know how you do that, but. So that's a penalty. Shoot ourselves in the foot. So we go from second and seven to second and 12. So second and 12. So as a coordinator, what do you do? Do you try to attack down the field and possibly? So like, I I want to ask you guys a question. So as a coordinator, what, what are you trying to do right here? You know what I'm saying? Like in your mind, because we've been running all this 12 personnel, 12 personnel. Now we are in. Eleven personnel. We bring in Demi. We got Grant offset to the side of our right tackle. Malakas to the field on the line of scrimmage. Mike is offset to the right of him. We got Demi at the bottom with Washington in the slot. So it's a. It appears that we're throwing the ball. They're triggering a guy from the field. I see Grant pointing at him, letting him know. It looks like a safety's coming down in the box. But they drop the backside backer. They bring the field nickel on a blitz. They bring down the field safety into the C gap, inside zone. Grant does a good job with the tight end. Mike gets up the field. And since the safety's already down in the robber box, he confronts Mike. Dang, he almost got through there, too. Good gracious. Man, he almost got, he almost split him. They did a good job of tackling, that also. We actually got good movement up front. We got it. We got a good push. It's a lane. That damn safety just comes like a bat out of hell. Forty nine cuts them down. So they executed it right. Jam you, sniffed it out. Now we have, it's thirty nine. We in ten personnel. We got four receivers, the same receiving group. So this is the same formation we ran in the third the third quarter. Or was it? no? This is a, this we're in the second quarter when Jr caught the scene route. It's the same thing. This is the same formation because he's in the boundary again. We got P Jones in the back instead of Mike. JMU has one, two, three, four, five guys on the line of scrimmage. We have five, we got six blockers. Freeze it. They send four. They send four, they drop seven. We got four receiving threats. They playing man free. Two man. So they playing two man right now, man to man, with two safeties over the top. Oh, they get pressure quick. They're They're right in. Beats our left tackle. And then P appears to look to chip, but he dips inside. I wish he would have I wish he could have just chipped right there. Yeah, cause the cause that that end is the end that gets pressure. I don't know if he's allowed to chip or not, but you would hope he would have chipped right there because Bowley was beat pretty quick. It's just a four-man rush. Four man rush. They dropped seven. They're playing man free. Everybody, let me see if everybody's covered if he had time. Yeah, because they bracketed Washington on his cell route. Malachi running the stick route. But uh, I think, I think, I think Kalandria could have got it to Malachi. I think he could have, because he showed early in the game that he can anticipate and throw the ball early on a stick route to Malachi. Because Malachi the only guy that's open. And he's looking at him. And I don't know why he didn't throw it. And the, and the field side corner is playing blitz technique. His back is to the quarterback. So he's not re, He's just reading Malachi. He's not looking at the quarterback at all. I feel like the ball could have came out. The ball could have came out. Again, he's a young QB, played a phenomenal game. I felt like the ball could have came out right there. Because he showed me early in the game he could, he could throw it. He can anticipate and let it go. And maybe he felt the pressure of the end. And he, it was a push to his face, but the right side did a good job. Of, of, well, they got pushed back, but they, they protecting him. but they got pushed back. So I don't think he could see as well because he's not that tall. And they did push him right in his line of sight. So, you know, with, th- with that being said, let's have a discussion. Do you take out the run play after the false start by our center? When it was 2nd and 12, I believe. Yeah. So, it was 2nd and 7 after we ran the run play with Mike for 3 yards, which they got a good push. They created a crease. But the safety, the unaccounted for blocker, came down late into the robber area and shot sh- shot the gap and made the tackle. So, it was 2nd and 7. That false start put us at 2nd and 12. Now, we're playing behind the sticks as a coordinator on that 2nd and 12. Now, hindsight is 20-20. We know what the result was, correct? We know that we ran the ball again, only got three yards. So, with that being said, and if you can see vantage point when I'm looking at the end zone view, that it was a, you know, it's just one of the things where I feel like as a OC it's almost like a lose lose because if you try to push the ball down the field, I don't know, man. This is why it's always interesting to have these discussions after games and you look at certain plays and you look at certain dynamics and people are just thinking you doing, you just doing this or you're just doing that. So let's see what's the next play. Did we punt? Yeah, we punted after that. So that, that was the one, that's the one, um, drive coming out of the second halftime and then we know I could just read y'all what happened when we got the ball back after they got that game ended up being a game winning touchdown catch we went no huddle Uh, Calandra was sacked and then we went no huddle again it was an incomplete pass to Washington but we had a holding call that was declined then we tried to throw a pass to Domeek and was uh, batted down at the line of scrimmage, and then the last play of the game when Dameek had a step, five steps, it was overthrown. But if you want, I could go back. Because I know, I know it was a couple uh, plays in the third quarter. couple plays in the third quarter. couple drives, right? Because I remember we was backed up a couple times, and people kept saying, man, we're just trying to run the ball. But it's like, yo, we on our own. Like, we're in our own territory. Let's see, after he threw it in I think it was after, so after Calandra threw his interception to number 49 in the third quarter, that's when we was hot. So after he threw his interception, when he tried to throw the wheel route and 49 was, <clears throat> had a beam on it the entire time, that was like the worst throw he had all game. Other than that, he was phenomenal. He had one bad throw, in my opinion, that was the bad throw because he stared that, that wheel route down. And that safety was looking at him the entire time. Came from the other side of the field. He had just subbed in because the starting safety got injured. If it was one throw he could have back, it'd be that interception. Because that kind of killed the momentum. And again, I'm not casting any aspersions on him because I think he did a phenomenal job as a first-year quarterback. But when we got the ball again after that, we got the ball on our own seven-yard line. On our own seven, we ran Kobe Pace, got zero yards. We went no huddle, then Calandra got sacked. So it was third and 15, then we ran up the middle. See, here's the reason why I'm reading this is because that's the last series for us in the third quarter, if I'm not mistaken. No, 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 it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. So after that series, we got the ball again, and we got the ball again on our own 25. It was 28-28. 28 24. oh we end up scoring on that drive do we end up scoring yeah yeah because that's when we threw the uh the little short pass to P Jones and he took it 60. so a lot of times a lot of times fans will take like a certain drive and to make it culminate as if we we only did that, so a lot. So I saw people saying, "Man, all we did was keep trying to run the ball up the middle. It was just done. We just keep trying to run the ball up the middle." And here's my thing: on the surface, you're right, but when you look at the moving parts and the situation, it's like you in a lose lose. Because I remember when a now would just always throw the ball, and we'd be like, "Man, we should have tried to run the ball because there's this much time left." And then you essentially got a coordinator who did what you asked for a now to do. And we still be complaining, not we, because I ain't complaining. Some of y'all still be complaining. That's why I say it's a lose-lose situation. It's like hindsight is twenty twenty. Nothing came out of trying to run the football. We still lost. And I'm going to talk about the other side of the ball. Football is the ultimate team sport. Defense, they got to get under the microscope too, because we're going to look at after the second halftime, what took place with that situation, those two drives. Offensively, here's what I saw. I saw a young quarterback, because I'm going to just give you a synopsis. I could, matter of fact, see if I, I think I answered a lot of the questions that y'all sent me on the X app. Um, I'm not going, I don't think I'm going to read y'all. Y'all names, because you probably don't want us to read, want me to read y'all names. But um, y'all sent some very good questions on the tweet that I put out. I definitely appreciate that. Um, somebody asked, why keep calling straight dives on second and 10 when it's obvious that the running game was not working? So here's the thing about the running game. If you look at the stats of the, and we could, and I know I didn't want to look at stats, but if you look at the stats of us running on the surface, right? If you just pull up the stats at GeniusBalls.com and go look at the stats, Mike had 12 carries for 28 yards, Paris had 10 carries for 11 yards. Kobe has six carries for nine yards. So Paris actually had ten or ten for twenty three, but lost twelve because um, he got tackled in the backfield. And then Calandria's sacks are added to the rushing yards. So if you took away Calandria's thirty, I ain't doing the math, but you get it. But here's the thing: a lot of our big time runs were negated by penalties. So for people saying the running game isn't working, I put it to you just like this. Simple as this. Cause people do this. You take Paris's, it wasn't Mike. That was Paris. You take Paris' first carry that shouldn't have been a hole, which was the worst call I ever seen in my life on Malachi, because holes take place, but does it impact the play? That his hold did not impact the play. Dude, Paris was five yards five yards down the field, five yards away from the corner. And the ref looks back to see what Malachi's doing and calls a holding call. Anyway, so you if you say you just add 65, 70. I ain't even going to say 89. Just say, because it was like, what? Was it, say we had like 55 yards. 55 yards to, to Paris, right? So he had 11 net. So just say he got 60-something net. His average is better than 1.1. I'm just saying if we looking at stats on paper, cause a lot of times people look at box scores. They look at box scores and be like so-and-so won't working. Some something, something won't working. Cause I want to look at um after three quarters, what was the rushing yards for? Let's see, third quarter. So the third quarter, UVA had 10 carries, 14 yards rushing. JMU had nine carries, 48 yards rushing. But here's the thing about JMU rushing, right? So they had 48 yards rushing. Lawton for them had a long run of 24. So that helped him. Because until then, he had four he had three carries for. What's the math? What's the math? God dang it. I'm I I'm having a brain fart. 33, 24. That nine, so he had three. So he had three carries for nine yards before that twenty-four yard run he had. You see what I'm saying? Like one big run can skew and ha- and mislead you to thinking, oh, something was working or it won't working. That's all. That's all I want to say. Like, yes, it doesn't look like it's working, but sometimes you got to keep people honest or show them that. We're willing to do something out of this formation. And again, that's why I would say hindsight is twenty twenty. It's like I'm beating. I ain't going to use that analogy. It's a bad analogy. But it's just like I, I really get frustrated. I really do. Because in, in essence, JMU running game won't work in until they came out of that last halftime, that rain delay. And there's always one big run. One big run. Lawton again had a 27 yard long. He gained 46 yards in the fourth quarter. He had four carries, 46 yards. Before then, he had three carries for 20 yards. But with that 27 yard, and now he's averaging 11 yards a pop. So. Um let me see if I can answer more questions for y'all let's see let's see I think I answered a lot I think I answered a lot by just going through the uh following the lost coach oh, so people asking me a question about coach um Elliot I guess he made a comment that Tony's still the starter. And he'll be starting Maryland. In my opinion, I would start AC. I would start Calandria just to make sure Tony's fully healed. And this is my way of thinking because I'm not, I'm not the coach. I care about ACC games more than this out-of-conference game versus Maryland. Head coaches have to take every game like it's their last because your job is on the line. So you gotta make sure you, you you wanna put your best available players out there as much as you can. Some veteran coaches can afford to say, hey, I'm just let this kid get healthy. Other coaches can't because like right now, Tony's what, three and three and ten, three and eleven? What is he right now? He ain't won a game this year. Period. He 0 two right now. I like what I saw out of Calandria. I, I like um the play calling with him as the quarterback, like that's the thing, bro. Look, and my man, my man, Tyrone Lewis said something on the best uh, on Cavalier Countdown. The 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 challenge was for Coach Kitchen to get out of the fourteen and seventeen point range and put some points on the board. To help our defense And he challenged that we need to score At least 30 And we got 30 points We scored 35 points Scored 21 in the third quarter alone After being You know after being down With the block point for a touchdown You know special teams um, But after we got down early Mike Hollins got that touchdown That last drive before the half Was beautiful Just the play call and everything was beautiful. And Calandra's way to improvise and things like that was beautiful. Um, Shout out to the 56,508 fans that were in attendance as well. Um, But then we come out of the second half and you score 21 points in the third. 21 points in the third. How many times did we have the balls in the fourth quarter? What was the time of possession in the fourth quarter? It was pretty much even. Okay. It's about what you do with that time though, right? That's what it boiled down to. Four quarter possession, they had the ball seven minutes twenty seven seconds. We had the ball seven minutes thirty-three seconds. The difference was they scored, we didn't. They were six of fourteen on third downs, who were four of thirteen on third down. Like it's like right there. It's just them damn penalties in the fourth quarter. I think we had that was the quarter we had the most penalties. Cause I like to look at movement parts. I just don't look at just whole numbers. Like I, I need a full context. We had two first downs in the fourth quarter. They had eight. How many plays did each team run? They ran nineteen plays for one forty one. Cause again, and we gonna go over the defense. We get up by the time I got the defensive film pulled up. And it didn't save. Damn it, I had when the post halftime started. I, I could find it quick. But, you know, coming out of that, that delay, man, you got to look, they went 80 yards on us. They went 80 yards on us, bro. How much time was that? About 12 minutes. There we go. They went 80 yards on us. So let's get let's look at the defense right now. First and 10, coming out of the, the delay. Four-man front. They run inside zone. I, I do have a question. But I don't want to make it seem like I'm singling somebody out. So how can I make this statement? And I don't know if he got injured or not. But I don't know if people noticed that Bracey wasn't in after the delay. And let me see something. Let me go back a play to see if he was in before the delay. So he wasn't. So I don't know. Something happened to Bracy before the delay because he wasn't in the game anymore. So, that that that's the first thing I noticed coming out that McDonald was in, and I didn't realize McDonald was in before the delay as well. But I don't know what happened to Bracy, but McDonald did play. He was in the game a lot, and I thought Cam would actually be in because Cam played well, in my opinion. But we had McDonald in, so I saw that um, as the difference. So now having Bracy in, they 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 started being more successful running the football. And it's not it's not me saying anything bad about McDonald, but he was in the game. Um, they ran right at him on this play. He did a good job of fitting. Uh, I wish the safety would have just stayed outside of him from the jump. Sometimes we just gotta understand how a run fits. And that and this is a example right here. I feel like Jonas has to come down and play off of. McDonald. And I, well, I see what he saw. I think he saw a two-way go. But you got to trust that. Yeah, I wish Jonas would have just came down in the sea gap instead of waiting. Because their back, Black, who I thought was their best offensive player, he did a good job of running out the contact right here. Um, ended up getting – how many yards did he get? Seven yards, second and three. This is our defense on the field. They run inside zone. We bottle that up, get a tackle for a loss. That's for Mui. Great play by him. Very good play by for right here. Get a nice push. Matter of fact, great, great play by the entire defensive line. I just winning the line of scrimmage. The juggernaut took up two guys. They couldn't do nothing. They couldn't get up to the second level. Backers did a good job. Donald did a good job of filling right here. So here's the here's the play to me that really frustrated the H E double hockey sticks out of me. It's third and three. They come motion. So now they got a try, they got the triangle trips. You got a point man, which is the tight end. You got two receivers. They got solo to the to the backside. They got a back to the backside of the quarterback. They basically gonna run smash concept with three receivers. They basically gonna run a spot, a corner route, and a and a mess route. So they're just trying to high low. We are in short zone. This right here, this that happened right here is unadamn separable. I can't, I can't take it no more. This, this. Let me, let me holler at you, uh, corners and DB. Y'all eyes was bad. Stop looking in the backfield and read your damn keys. Understand route combos. Understand the bait and what you need to leave the hell alone. Don't give in to de- temptation. If it look easy, something wrong. This is the prime example. We are in short zone, meaning the, we're basically in, co- in like cover two. The short zone, you are responsible for playing in between, in between the hammer out and the dead zone. You got from five yards to 12 to 14 yards, you are responsible for. You got to make sure you find what number two is doing. Number two is going vertical, you sink. You got a backer outside with you. McDonald's outside, he's bumped out with you since his trips. So McDonald's going to take the... That's the, that's the great thing about this triangle trips. When you're in short zone, if we bumping the linebacker out, the linebacker's going to take the damn flat. You get the now get money. You get to cheat. You hope number two is going vertical and he running a corner route. You, you hope. I'll give you a prime example, man. Back, back when we played Florida State in 2000, you go checking on YouTube. We had a twins like this, we playing cover two. They had a number one receiver running a uh, hammer route. And I, I like, I was driving a hammer route and then I sprinted all. I saw number two going vertical. I just sprinted back to the dead zone. And Chris Winky just threw me a here. This was a here for you. 13. I'm telling you, bro, this was a here. This, you left your, you left, you left, you left your safety out to dry. And you might, and even if you're a man, here's the thing. Hear me out. Hear me out. Even if, You and man, and zero is your man. If you see McDonald right there, take off anyway. Look for work. McDonald is covering your guy. He's there. McDonald's right there. McDonald's right there. Drop. Why? Don't, Don't you use peripheral vision? Don't you see? First of all, you don't see two pushing up the field. Because I'm pretty – so it looks like you got to be – y'all got to be in short zone because looking at Corinne King, how he reroutes the receiver and then the back's in the flat. It's like he's about to go downhill to the back. And I could tell it's your fault because you clap and hit your chest. Yes, it's your fault. It's third and three, bro. Oh, my God. This was perfect to stop. This is why sometimes it ain't coaching. Sometimes it ain't coaching, bro. Sometimes you guys got to utilize your tools and do your damn job. This ain't doing your job, and I ain't coming down on you, bro. I'm not. Got mad love for you. I ain't played this position. I done got food before too. But this right here, no. How you going? You you got another dude right there. Let me let me go to the next play. I'm, I don't want to keep doing this. A lot of we had some bad eyes in the back in, in at the corner at in the secondary. Y'all was getting, y'all, they was running wheel routes and you could tell one time, I think Harrod, see, look like I'm going in on Westfall. I'm not going at you Westfall. (laughs) I'm not. But I don't know if y'all was in short zone, bro, or what. But, and I'm looking at Harrod like, you see Buddy ain't gonna switch so you need to go. Like, Harrod saw the wheel route. Dude was wide open. And Harrod Made it seem like he was being a robot more than a football player. Like a football player just going to play off of what his brother doing and and go get the cover to open guy. And Harrah still was like, no, no, that ain't my man. And good thing that quarterback threw it out of bounds because he was wide open. I know Westfall, I know you got beat on a on a hitch and go early in the game, which, again, that situation with that guy, if you're gonna be aggressive, you still gotta understand your alignment like if you're gonna get hitch and go you you gotta collision them the one thing I see a love about Jalen Rams on the NFL level is if you get Jalen Rams with with a hitch and go, he' gonna hit you meaning it's gonna be a collision it's gonna be a flag but let's keep going to the plays so they come out four wide we run looks like we're running. Cover three. So we run the thirds. They throw it to the tight end. Get a nice little play. So that was a nice safe route right now because we really can't play man back there. Second and four. 11 personnel. Running play. Nice play right there. Where they get like a three-yard gain, I believe. Oh, did it get four? Yep, so it's third and one. Third and one, 11 personnel again. They run inside and pop it. I mean, they popped that one. So so here's the thing. JMU running game essentially wasn't working either, but they stayed the course. That's, That's why I always say with folks, like, do you just, like, do we love to just. Always practice hindsight of twenty twenty, or do you really believe you got to stick with something? Because I, I see a lot of fans be like, man, I don't care if we can't run the ball. We still got to – we just can't abandon it. And then when the offensive coordinator don't abandon something, because I know that the offense was hitting on all cylinders as far as passing the ball, but a lot of those was just big plays. It wasn't like we was methodically throwing the ball. It was just big shots. You know, we get a big shot. Well, he improvised, or we run some type of um, wheel route, some type of combination, or he just drop it off to somebody, and so y'all got to catch. But it's just, it's just sometimes on on this X app. I guess I understand emotions, and I understand folks want to be successful, want the team to be successful, and I understand you get tired of other fan bases um, bragging and things like that. But I, me, I take pride in my brand as far as giving you everything, versus just pointing a finger. And some people say, oh, I'm apologist, oh, I'm a homer, I'm this. No, nah, even if I'm talking trash about a team, I could at least say, well, he might have saw this. And Petty Hawk say, I'm just soft for doing that. But I feel like to me this is a better conversation because I could easily just dismiss what folks say and just serve and shut the hell up juice. I really could. I could really be a butthole right now and just every little question, just find data that just shuts you up. In the sense of, I ain't got to provide any context. I could just show you a play. Because a lot of times, that's what we do. We provide something, but we do not add the context that really gives us the full picture. That's like stats. People say stats don't lie. Stats don't lie, but they can be easily manipulated to create narratives, which is a lie. It really can. So, they get a good run. They get a first down. So, another third down. That they execute, and this one was on a run. And why? How did he get through that? Let's see. We triggered our safety off the end. Uh, McDonald got we we triggered McDonald. He got stale. Good job by the offensive line. They picked up everything. I felt like Jackson probably could have came backside right now because it's two. We got two free guys to his right. And again, I don't know what he's saying. So I'm just giving my opinion. Not saying that. Jackson should have did this, but by looking at the film and rewinding it 30 times, he got two dudes to his right, two defenders that can defend that, those gaps, and he could just slide to his left. In the perfect world, you would probably want that. And, and it might not be his fault. It might be somebody else's fault because we always look at who's at fault. Then the next play, their next first down, they're still in eleven personnel. Got the H to the to the field, back offset to the right. They try to run again. Boom. They damn they cracked that one. So Seven got two back to back big runs. And his rushing yards are looking that much better now. I think he scored. I think he had three straight explosive runs. I mean, he won't get in touch until he got to the second level. He was getting through. They the offensive line. They came out that that damn delay. Like a new team. Now, yep, this is a touchdown right here, I believe. I don't understand how, how they scored on this. I don't. This is just bad. Barrett. Like, guys doing their own thing. Our end gets outflanked. Why are, you, why are we peeking inside? When you got You got a linebacker inside of you. Why are you peeking inside? So you give up your outside arm. And look, maybe... Maybe maybe you maybe you are supposed to go inside cuz we got a safety on this hash. That for some reason let me get to the end zone view. What I'm trying to see what they see. See, I try to just be respectful and see what they see and what will make them take this path. All right, so to my in my opinion there is no need for you to go that far inside that safety coming down. You got to come straight down outside shoulder of the end. Because if you come down straight outside shoulder of the end and the corner just drifted too far inside, like, what are you reading? Ain't nowhere in the world a back should be able to bounce it outside of you if you the short, if you the outside force guy. You make them cut in. Regardless, you miss and make them cut in. As soon as I saw him get outside the corner, I said, look at this, man. It was just a rough game for that young man right there. It was. And he got to look at himself in the mirror and he got to be like, am I going to continue to do this? Am I going to make excuses? Or am I hold myself accountable and work on my craft? Because defensively on paper, and I was talking to Cub about this, like defensively on paper, we look like some trash can juice, but we not trash can juice. We really not. We not. Now, as far as our defense line, because a lot of people sent me questions like, What is our defensive line doing? We can't get no pressure. Last year, we had a luxury that we did not realize we had until this year. That luxury was two all ACC corners. One of them is at Florida State. One of them is with the New Orleans Saints. Now we have guys playing corner, like Coin King, great team player, playing corner. We've been through this before with with other guys that were great team players and playing positions that's probably not naturally their position, but you just love the Like they better, they, like you're a better squad with them. Like you're better with Cohen out there. Cohen's a smart guy. He may not be the most physically gifted guy playing the position, but he's smart. So he can be relied upon as being at the right spot at the right time, understanding route concepts. But it's hard for a guy like that to really play Allen. Worked like play man to man It's tough You play to your strength so To me he's not a strong man to man Guys it's not knocking him Because a lot of times when you give your analysis On folks people think you hating or knocking them. No not knocking him It's just certain Things that schematically Things have to tie into each other We don't have Nick Jackson anymore. Nick Nick Nick's not here anymore like our linebacker situation Is different I do like so here's the thing I like our backs that we have. So me saying that doesn't say like, oh, our linebackers ain't good. I like what I saw at the Cam yesterday. And I will say this. Um, somebody asked me a question about and this this podcast ought to be a little longer because I got a lot I gotta talk about. Um, somebody asked me, why didn't we call timeout before that touchdown? And let's see if if we call timeout before that touchdown took place. No huddle. So it was a timeout by JMU. On the script, it says, no huddle, shotgun. Pass to the right, sproles five yards. Timeout, JMU, no huddle, pass. Broken up. So that was actually the pass broken up by... Not Harrod, but um, Cohen King. So we could have called timeout because guys got on the field late. So whoever asked me that question on the X app about how come we didn't call timeout when we had guys running out on the field late, um, yeah, because on on this call on the on the play sheet it doesn't say we had nobody that was coming out of timeout. And I don't know, I don't have to, I, I gotta get so If somebody can look at the TV copy, let me know But We could have called timeout Because we got lined up late Um, They ran just a A, a natural road route, they ran a spot route With a, a So they ran a dig by number one Let me go to the play So I can explain to y'all what happened Apologies I'll just go right to the play oh, no, That ain't the play, that's a two point conversion Oh, crap. What is this? Let's see. Yeah, here we go. So we run out late. You see Cam line up. They motion down to tight twins. Number zero, bouncing, bouncing, bouncing. Now he just sets, snap of the ball. We got three on three. We got a short defender with the point. We got a corner on the outside, and we got Cam on the inside, and then we got a safety. So we basically really got four on three. A lot of times you hear a banjo call, meaning we're going to play in and out, in and out, in and out. And I don't know if they had that call, and you could, and the slot guy could tell the linebacker in and out, in and out. Basically, I'll take yours, you take mine, and then alert the safety to help over the top, corner, or the corner could be help. Like, but basically, you guys could play a box, or you could just check to like a short zone. You could play three. You just play what we call goal line, which you you just passing stuff off to each other, and you sitting. You're taking like the first in, the first out, whatever it is. I don't know what calls they got. I'm just telling you, in my experience, you can banjo this call. They come out, number zero, who was the inside receiver in motion, and runs at the depth of Cam. And makes Cam run through him. And that creates the natural pick. The very outside receiver runs right in the path of the corner. And he runs through it. This is just a, we call this shield. This is just a shield play. This is a one-man route. All the quarterback's doing is checking to make sure you don't run a zone. Now, if you run some type of zone, those guys may try to spot up. And it's third and three. I mean, third and five, I'm sorry. And Cam checks the first receiver that comes close to him. We we basically made it hard on ourselves. I mean, kudos to that play call right there because they did a lot of, lot of beater plays to where they ran a lot of motion. Like the first touchdown uh, pass when they ran that tight formation and they ran that orbit, that orbit comeback. When he threw it to the receiver, you look like, oh man, we're going to sniff that out quick but everybody triggered on them because it looked so easy. It was a double pass. Like the safety or whoever has the point, you got to stay there. Somebody between those two guys got to stay with the point receiver. Period. It's just that simple. Period. Allow your brothers to make the play. Sometimes you got to trust what somebody else is supposed to be doing. Because they, you remember on the fourth and one, they ran a quick smoke route to the wide receiver. I thought they was doing a double pass again. I really did. When he threw that outside smoke to the receiver on that fourth and one, I was like, "Damn, they're doing another double pass." Ain't no way they just they ran a regular screen. But sometimes you tip your hat to these other offensive coordinators. Sometimes you tip your hats to the other defensive coordinators. Sometimes you just you ain't you ain't win. This ain't the same jam. You like get, look, man. Sometimes we be acting like elitists, like we all this, we all that because of the old stuff. Nah. A lot of y'all had us losing to JMU. But then when when they showed y'all life and showed y'all they could punch JMU in the mouth and he went up by 11, y'all forgot that y'all picked JMU to win. Now that JMU came back and won, now you want to talk trash. But you had... Jam, you winning. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know, man. Um, Tony got a long fight. He got a long fight. People going to overreact. That's what people do. And in this damn age, you got to recruit your own locker room. As much as Tony Calandra look great, the mother school's going to be looking like, ooh, we want him. And it ain't like UVA throwing the NLL bag out there. You know? Defensively, man, Coach Rudd will tell you, you can't give up that many points. Especially when y'all been out here just talking bad about the old. The old finally give you... Points of old They give you 30 They give, Come on man We can't keep doing this We can't keep moving the fence man We really can't Give you 35 Versus a defense that was top 5 Versus total Offense Like total yards given up JMU was one of the better Defenses And Jamu switched up. At first, Jamu was coming out very vanilla. They was playing like man-to-man, no safeties in the middle of the field. We running 99 seams. It's pitch and catch, man. It's just like pat and go for Calandria. They only sending four and was protecting. Then they said, you know what? This little joke of lighten our ass up. Let's bring something. Let's hunt. They started hunting. They started sending five. There's a couple of times where Calandria knew a free guy was coming and didn't get rid of the ball. And that happens. Like like, Again, I ain't saying nothing bad about him. He played phenomenal. The one bad throw he made was that interception. Because before then, his only incompletion before that interception. So here's the thing, bro, about him. He was perfect until his first deep shot to Dom. And then he was perfect again. So he had one incompletion and then he went all the way to the third middle of the third quarter, and then he had the pick, and then he started getting back on track again. And then the last series is when he st- and he had the the ball that got battered down and when he almost got sacked. Those were like his incompletions. And then the last play to Dom which got behind the D- like we we connect on that. Are we praising Calandria or are we praising Kitchens, are we praising Dom? Who getting the praise if that pass is completed? It's fourth and twenty. How the hell does he get wide ass open like that? All the moving parts got to be hidden on Southerners, man. We love to just point at one guy to try to blame. I don't get it, man. And look, Tony Elliott, you you got to You get hired late. The recruiting trail is late, and then you have a tragedy last year. So that recruiting season is—I don't even want to get into that. But people comparing us to, to look what Prime did, look what Elko did, look what this did, look what that did. Look, like our everything can't be compared. Like, stop! We gotta really, we really gotta get out of this. In this day and age, we gotta stop comparing. No two situations are truly alike. We gotta admit that, bro. People talking about Deion Sanders. Deion Sanders told that 1-11 in team, I got my own Louis Vuitton bags coming. And I be damned, everybody only paid attention to everybody that left. You know, that's how the narrative was, how many guys left Deion, but they ain't talking about how many guys came with him and transferred in. So everybody thought he had one. Oh, he has, he has skilled guys, but he don't have the linemen. Man, Shador, if y'all watch them games, Shador, be, he be having some time to do things. And then he, he got some avatars out there. Travis Hunter ain't no punk. The other receiver that just had a huge game ain't no slouch. At the end of the day, you still got to execute. We still got to get more consistent with executing at the little things. Point blank Period. We got to get out of these cliches. Next man up or starts at the top. No, I'm not. I don't do that. No more. This this is 2023. That old stuff, out of here. I'm evolving. It ain't, it ain't always starting at the top. I know a good head coach like Tony says starts with me or a coach goes hell no. Nah. nah. Sometimes you got to look yourself in the mirror. And be like, yeah, coach told me this, but I I just did what I wanted to do. When it comes to Calandria and Tony Musket. Here's the thing. You saw that Calandra gabal, ball. And yes, it's hard to take that out the game because it was so exciting. But you don't even know what 11 could truly do because he went up against them, them hunters down there to the sea and they was out there letting it fly and putting them down. But when he had time, he was throwing darts as well. So when it comes to that situation, and Coach Elliott being super transparent, which I wish I wish more coaches and players would just not tell people nothing, because you don't win by being honest. You really don't. If you want to just always be honest with something, just be like, "I ain't, this is honest. I ain't answering that because I can't win. Because everybody wants you. Like Klansman came out and 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 did numbers. He really did." 377 yard passing, two touchdowns, one interception. When the last time we had BA did that years ago. Somebody asked me, Do you think the offense is better? Did you not watch the game yesterday? Did you ever see us do that the year before? Huh? With all the talent we had? Did they execute like they did yesterday? Huh? Huh? We got like what Malik was doing, finishing plays. After the catch Huh And the people still be talking Like why is it so hard To be like This dude I didn't like At the beginning Hey He called Hey I can't blame him You can't blame Like you don't have to blame about- Like you don't have to blame about- All you can say is yo Hey You gotta improve on this Hey You gotta improve on that Hey you got to improve on that. We are a team. Dez had a good, he, he called plays good, but at the same time, it's like, ah, there's a couple of them you might want to have back because of the result. But you want to play complementary football, jam you just drove the ball down, 80 yards versus your defense. As much as y'all used to love a nine, what's the one thing y'all used to say about a nine? They be scoring too fast. They need to run some clock. I just get confused and frustrated, bro. It's like we'd be double-talking and moving the fence. We really do. Everybody like, oh, we need to run the ball. 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 Run the ball. Run the ball. ball. We need to be balanced. And then somebody tries that. No, we should have kept throwing. But they don't look at that. So people didn't realize that, Jam, you started bracketing Malachi. I just told you on that last drive, they ran... Two man. And they bracketed Washington. Malachi was open versus the Blix Technique um, corner, but they got home with their right hand. Because I don't know if the back should have chipped him or went out on in his route like he did, because everybody knows, and people talked about this on the X app Mike is the block. So people feel like Mike is the pass pro running back, and that Paris and Kobe should be the running running backs. That's what people saying on this X app. So they would rather have Perry uh Paris in. I keep saying Perry. Shout out to Superman. Paris in if you're gonna run the ball. Or Kobe in if you're gonna run the ball. But it's like Mike got you the tough fourth and one on his own. I do wanna see G thirty four. I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. I ain't gonna lie. I do wanna see G thirty four. That's just the fa- like I I get it as a fan. I'm a fan of g 34 I really want to see G34. I I really want to see Uno do more than just catch a little jet sweep flick and run. I want to see him work in the slot, but Malik be balling. Malachi be balling. I want to finally get a deep ball to to Dominic Starlin. Are you serious? I feel like defensively our secondary, you guys, stop looking at the quarterback. You got bad eyes. Look at your keys. Understand route combinations. Understand the coverage that you're in, where the ball is at, which hash is on, and what other percentages are running this route versus that route versus this route versus that route versus the coverage that you're in. You guys got to stop guessing so much and just got to – you got to ignore the outside noise, man, and have tunnel vision. You understand what you're supposed to do. Cause I felt like you guys got away from that today. And I feel like it's almost like Deja Vu or the COVID defense where we we like it's like, what can we play back there? Cause we we really can't send more than four because we need help back there. People want like to put speed package in for the rushes. Y'all was just applauding. The defensive line we had now people could play like man he need to put in the speed package this this and that. like come on man y'all were just loving Coach Rudd now ah boy I love it when the plan comes together mm, mm mm salute to uh shout out to Jam you man good win no sour grapes here y'all came out of that rain delay I called it the second halftime and you put in work you really put in work. You executed beautifully. Um, you were sound. So salute to your guys, because you could do so much on the dry erase board. You could do so much talking to them. You could do so much in preparation, but the players still have to carry out the orders. And you, you guys did that. You wanted it. I know people want to be petty and talking about after the second rain delay. It was like a jam. You home game because all their fans stayed and our fans went home. It's luxuries, right? Like. A luxury of, if you live here in Charlottesville and they say you got to get out the stadium, you probably just go home and just watch the game from your house. But if you're from Harrisonburg, or even if you're just a jam, fan and you feel like you're the underdog and you're in enemy territory, you're like, no, nah, I'm going to stay at this damn game. I don't care if it's 70 minutes. I'm staying. Salute to the fan bases, man. Like That should inspire you if you're a Wahoo fan base. And I know that the results has been different, but it's like if we're going to complain about um, how many fans in the stadium? Y'all can control that. I'm just being honest, and and look, man, shout out to everybody on the X app that love to go at each other with the negativity. Trust me, petty heart be one. Like I be really wanting to engage in that firefly. Like I be one. I, I got so much ammunition and so much pettiness, but I'll I'll, I'll give people grace and allow them to. Share their emotions on this app for the world to see. And I just turn my mic on and I just talk regular. Cause I've learned in the past that the loud guy with the mic, that's me, that wants to be petty, cause sometimes be too petty and people get in their feelings and it's a little different because they expect more of me. You know what I'm saying? Cause they put me up somewhere I shouldn't be because I'm just regular. But I feel like I'm going to do myself a service and and have a responsibility of just providing you all the information and hopefully you have a better view of what took place yesterday. Maybe you don't care and you're going to stick to what you believe in. And that's fine. I applaud you for sticking to your, to your, your 10 toes, but this team has a lot of work to do. It wasn't a lot of high expectations for this squad. Um, we're on to like a lot of people thought. I feel like we would be one and one after two games. I feel like we would beat JMU. Um, this Maryland game is going to be very, very difficult to win on the road. It's a short week. You're going out to college park. They got a good squad. We we just shaky up front on offense. We're getting better, but that's consistency piece as far as being able to get a consistent push when we need it and predictable that like, Predictable downs, can you strap up and do what you got to do when it's nut-cutting time? Defensively, we got to get sound on the back end to allow us to put pressure up up front. That's just my opinion. We got to do better. I know your coaches are coaching you. I'm not going to say it's coaching. I really feel like that's a slap in the face to say something's coaching. When I know good and damn well, a lot of these players are going to be like, nah, if a player points to themselves, that ain't got nothing to do with a coach. If you ever on the field at a game and you see a big play or you see something take place and you see a player point at themselves, that's not coaching. The, co- the player is signifying that I did that. That's on me. Like if I make a throw, that's on me, my fault. If I drop the ball, that's on me. That ain't coaching. Some things are coaching, some things aren't coaching. Sometimes you have the right idea and it just don't work. Sometimes you have a bad idea and it work. Some throws that you make work that shouldn't work. You get what I'm saying? Like as a fan, like one of the fans told me on the Twitter app, it don't matter. only thing that matters is wins and losses. Yeah, wins and losses matter. But we all know if you got a lot of wins, you can start looking at who you beating and then you can start tearing down on those wins. And we know losing to one team is different than losing from another team. So it ain't all about wins and losses. It's perception. It's the perception. So got to stay together, man. You got to continue to be a fist. Don't fragment. It's easy to point the finger. Easy to find an excuse. It's always easy to find an excuse, and it's always easy to blame. I could blame the holding call on that first long run. I don't know. Did he get pushed out the one because I was in the end zone close to our locker room? I could blame that. I could blame the Jonas Sanker um, interference that wasn't interference in my opinion. Because I felt like the receiver pushed him, tried to attempt to push him down, and as a DB, you do that. If you touch me, that hand is mine. And I feel like refs got to understand hand fighting. That receiver pushed him down, and Sankar did a great job of grabbing it and using that against the receiver. What was it? A Baylor game at the end of the game? They ain't call the interference, and that was crazy. I don't know, man. But this is a lot of things, man. That um. But I do want to say this about our running game. I felt like those guys did a better job at the point of attack. I give JMU linebackers praise for really starting to attack and come down here as the game progressed. Um, it's unfortunate that our successful runs <clears throat> were negated by penalties, and then we had negative runs where we would try to run outside the tackle box and we get tackled for a loss. So in its in in totality, it's going to show we don't have a running game. And then factor in the four sacks that takes away from the rushing yards as well. I do feel like this team can run the ball. I don't know if it can run the ball consistently, but I feel like you got to be able to run at certain aspects to demonstrate that complementary football, especially when a, a team just went down the field 75, 80 yards, and they ran the football, and they weren't running the football well either. They stuck to the script. Either you want us to stick to the script or either you just always want to complain that something don't work and just say, aha, that's why we lost. Again, our offensive coordinators have never been the favorite individuals here because it's all about what you did the last game. So, salute to everybody, man. Appreciate y'all for rocking with me. I know this was a long episode. If you want to check out the stats, go to um, virginiasports.com or go to ESPN. Um salute to uh, Jonas Yonas who led us with, with twelve tackles and I know Cam had a, a sat. Uh salute to Malik who had a hundred yards receiving and had one nineteen on five catches. Um Kobe Pace had that long touchdown catch and he had a touchdown run. Mike Hollins had two touchdown runs. Salute to Iron Mike and then Calandra man. I'm gonna give you a round of applause, bro. Hey man, you, you played a special game yesterday. Love your attitude. Love your confidence. Love everything that I saw, man. I really do. It's unfortunate that we in the sport to where it's going to be some controversy. Um, In my opinion, I'm not a head coach, right? Tony Elliott, Coach Tony Elliott is like an honest guy when it comes to sharing what his thought process is. And a lot of people thought it was unfair for him to say, Tony's going to be our starter versus Maryland and you don't lose your position to injury. And everybody has their own philosophy. You know, your starter is your starter for a reason. And if your backup's balling, like quarterbacks that one position, in a sense. Because running back, you can split time. wide receiver, you can split time. Like other positions, you can split time. But when it comes to quarterback, it's like taboo for you to have two and for them to split time. I just truly feel like, because I'm not in his, in Coach Elliott's seat. So I put that out there. I'm not him. I'm not undermining what he's saying. Somebody asked me on my thought, and I'll reiterate it to end this podcast. Calandra showed me a lot of life, a lot of enthusiasm, a lot of ability that would allow me to not rush my starter back because we are still in out of conference play. If this was. A Friday game versus NC State. If we are playing NC State this Friday, I would start Tony Musket. Because it's an ACC game. That's just me. But since this is still out of conference, I would start Calandria. Now, Calandria shows another good game. It only had to be great. Just another good game. Just taking care of the football. Being efficient. Because he was still efficient in the long run. 20 or 26. Like I said, some of his incompletions was just battered down balls and he threw it away. Um, but to be twenty well, he was twenty twenty six, right? Anyway, two touchdowns, one interception. Um, that that makes sure that Tony's ready in the long haul because now it's a in a sense a luxury. Because somebody said, wouldn't that take a, like affect the confidence of Calandria? Absolutely not. First of all, if you know Calandra, you ain't going to take nothing away from him as far as his confidence. He is one of the most confident individuals I have seen come through here in a long time. You ain't going to mess with his confidence. Second of all, everybody understands their role. If you are a backup, you're always prepared to go in and do your job. With the understanding that you're relieving the starter. So he understood he was starting because Tony was hurt. So you already have that mindset. And yes, you put your best foot forward because you want to be a competitor. You want to make sure your brand is still top flight. So if he was to bench bench Calandria for Tony Musket, I do not feel like that takes any confidence away from Calandria. And if that takes confidence away from a player, you need to look at yourself, bro. You really do. Look at yourself. Not like you bad, but ain't no ain't no coddling over here. That's life. We all go through stuff where we feel like we should be doing something better, but that's a, that that that's a whole nother podcast because that 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 takes me into talking about people transferring and how folks look at people who transfer and people who transfer. Because yeah, yeah, let me stop. But anyway, man, um, salute to Calandria, man. Salute to the who's. It was a it was an emotional day yesterday. Um, love that the three kings are immortalized by the scoreboard and also they plaques up on that wall where all the greats are at forever remembered never forgotten and um it's ironic that we hadn't had like big plays take place in a game like that since uh Lavelle and Deshaun was a part of of a game with plays like that so that was fitting right so um yeah, man. Salute to everybody on the X app you and face these Facebook groups. Y'all be going in. Um, continue to share your opinions, man. Continue to show that passion, that love, or some people may say that hate. Um, uh, somebody just wrote me, every time this season we have come out of the locker room with an opponent possession first, the Who's defense has given up a TD. First quarter versus Tennessee. First quarter versus JMU. Fourth quarter versus JMU. Why is the defense so flat immediately coming out of the locker room? Uh, That's a good question. I think, so, the first quarter versus Tennessee, they got to the red zone, and we got them to a fourth down, and we didn't get off the field. You look at this. You look at uh, JMU. The third, third and four they had, they ran the quarterback draw. The juggernaut got a hand on him, and then one of his teammates just dove, and the quarterback just spent the way. And then coming out of, I guess the fourth quarter, right? Oh yeah, so yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. That's a good question. That came from the X app, and I ain't gonna say that next. I don't think folks want their name to be said. But that was a good question right now, right there. Um. Yeah, I feel like the defense definitely got to stop that trend, whether well, it's at the beginning of the game or if it's at the beginning of the of the hat. Well, I don't know. Did you kind of? Oh, I see why you put the fourth quarter because it was coming out. Okay, it was coming out of the rain delay. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, that that's something that has to be addressed too. Got to come out and get a stop because every. I think all of us was looking at our defense to get a stop, especially. We didn't expect them to drive 80 yards. And they, they threw the ball, what, twice? Yes, because they threw the sail route, and then they threw the hammer route, and then they ran the ball. And that's, that's supposed to be a strength, a stopping them run, which we was doing. We was keeping that run bottled up. So that's all I got for y'all, man. That's over 90 minutes. I appreciate y'all for being patient. Um, I know people love Petty Hawk. I had to rein them in a little bit. Because, you know, I got emotionally frustrated in a sense. I, I, I really did. But that's it, man. I'm rambling. Good as the enemy are great. Be great in everything that you do. Never let nobody tell you you can't do what you set your mind out to do, man. Y'all be great in what you do. Don't look for an excuse. Battle through. Look at yourself in the mirror. Be the best you. And that's all I got. Peace.